welcome horse lovers. This is the Heart Horse Podcast. We're coming to you from the Heart Horse headquarters in Los Angeles, California with your hosts, Charlotte and Tista. On today's episode, we are talking about something kind of fun, favorite horse memories. Charlotte. Hey, Tista. How are you? I'm so good. I'm excited to have a little fun, quick check-in about something so sweet and tender, like our favorite horse memories. Favorite horse memories. We got it as a question response on our Instagram of a podcast topic, and we thought it was really sweet. So we're here to share favorite horse memories. I think you're going to have to start it off. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) on the spot. (laughs) Well... You know, I think for me, I have so many, as we all do, but some of my absolute favorite horse memories that are on my mind today are with one of my earliest heart horses, Quincy, who was a chestnut quarter horse, my first real best friend horse. I'd like to interject, too, that we have a painted portrait of Quincy right now above Charlotte, where Charlotte's sitting, like, so she can look up and that's what she's looking at. We do, rightfully (laughs) so, forever, forever above us. And, um, you know, also, it's going in a happy direction, but I will say, I just found out that um, Quincy ended up, um, you know, there was a time where I wasn't able to keep him anymore, and we found a wonderful friend who's housed him for the last... 15 years of his life, which has been so amazing, Um, living outside in pasture with friends, happy retirement, but it's his time to pass. I just found that out earlier today. Oh my God. I know. Well, all right. In honor of Quincy, this episode, dedicated to Quincy and his memory. (laughs) And Quincy, oh my gosh. Um, So many of my favorite memories with him would be our quiet moments um he lived in a pasture it was a long walk from the barn where i would bring him in to get ready and go out for a ride and then it was maybe like a 15 or 20 minute walk to his pasture afterwards yeah i know yeah and so and i grew up in new york and sometimes the winters would be so cold and I remember him giving me sweet little bareback rides out to his pasture in the dark under the stars. What a boy. (laughs) And, oh my gosh, he was just the most um, dependable guy. And um, one of my favorite things to do, my friend, my best friend at the time growing up had a thoroughbred mare and we, uh, our barn backed up on a polo field. And so we had this big grass field we could go out and ride in and we would race our horses. And mm-hmm. she always thought she would win because she had a thoroughbred, <laughs> but I always won with Quincy. Well, which makes sense because he was right. quarter horse and they're actually faster at the sprint at <laughs> quarter mile. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was totally true. We always won. <laughs> Go Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> That's really sweet. How about you? Oh, I think we're going to have like a few. I mean, I was going to go into different ones, but the racing kind of mm-hmm. thing reminds me of a more like grown up favorite horse memory, which also like disclaimer, I do not recommend this to other people. Yes. Um, but I, you know, I grew up in a 
um, sort of suburban horse neighborhood, which is really interesting. And I had friends who worked at um, like a rent, like a rental, mm-hmm. like horse rental place. And sometimes we'd go when they were done with their shift and um, either our, we use our own horses or like the horses from the string or the rental string. Um, we would ride to the liquor store <laughs> and <laughs> pick up mild, mild drinks, like a little wine or something, and ride up into the hills with it. Um, you definitely were not 21 I yet. was definitely not 21 <laughs> yet. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, really, honestly, just like a really great memory of like, r- like galloping up a hill. I think that like that specific memory was on my horse, you know, and galloping up a hill and literally having like a bottle of wine in my hand, which again, don't recommend. I like feel a little guilty sharing this story, but I think some of you could relate. Yeah, that's pretty magical, um, honestly. And I wasn't, it wasn't, I was not, I was fine. Like it was a little bit of wine. It was not a big deal. But, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, just feeling like so free, like just so like having friends and being just so like, I don't know, like out at night in the hills and galloping up the hills and like my horse loves doing that. Like she loves, you know, just having a little bit of a run with some friends like up hills. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a happy, happy, but like hesitantly shared horse memory I'm glad you did and you know like knowing Juno I've seen I know how much she loves to just canter up a hill like she has so many hills in her pasture and I Mm -hmm. see her just like of her own volition she's having some hay and then it's just like huh I think I'll just go Mm -hmm. do some do this for fun yeah she really does (laughs) love to just canter up a hill so (laughs) sounds like you both were having the time of your lives in that moment (laughs) yeah it was very freeing which is honestly like to condense all of my horse memories into like sort of one feeling of why they were so happy. I think it was that feeling of freedom Mm. of just being able to, you know, especially as a teenager, um, be able to sort of escape and just take off into the hills away from the city and and be literally above it all. Like I could even see, (laughs) I also remember um, skipping school some days. This is, this is turning into the, like the bad girl, bad girl podcast episode, but I remember skipping class on certain days and with my mom's consent she like was fine with me having a mental health day or whatever she's a very good mom maybe he's gonna be a little angry after this episode we'll see but anyway um taking off school and like you know because high school was really tough and um going on long rides on those days and literally being able to ride up and see my high school like from the top of the hills and I just like would see it and just feel so like oh, like above it finally wow. you know so having that escape and the freedom that came with being able to ride horses and yeah, that's just what an interesting like literal gaining of perspective yeah. on high school life when you know it can seem so overwhelming and so insular and to be able to like release yourself from the bubble and literally look at it from above like mm-hmm. from an eagle's point of view that's something we always you know people like take spend my years fingers doing. and like, like pinch it, so, push it, squish it over the skull from the top of like and you're done yeah <laughs> everything seems a bit smaller going on in there from yeah. that view yeah that's so sweet I yeah. love that oh my gosh yeah she really having that really saved saved me I think in high school like just having that freedom and that option to get away and mm-hmm. and an identity that had nothing to do with who I was in high school um mm. like the horses were so separate for me and I had so many horse friends who 
you know, obviously were like people who didn't go to my high school or, you know, or more adult or whatever. So it was really nice to have that escape from that identity. Yeah, I totally relate to having most of my um, growing up, all of the other people I was really close with at my barn were all older than me. Mm-hmm. And for better or for worse, you know, in many yeah. ways. But um, that was always really so special to be able to jump into a totally different world and with people who know you in a completely different context. And um, I know you also felt this, but it, it's cool to be the youngest one, but still be um, well-respected for how mm, you are with horses. Yeah, Whereas totally. like, you know, you're kind of on the same level everywhere else. And then it's so cool to be next to people of all ages and be, um, you know, contemporaries. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. And you all have, and just different walks of life too. I mean, you know, those friends I had growing up riding, they were all from like really different backgrounds. It's just, it was really great to have that kind of friendship where we could connect over this particular thing that we shared and it was really, and just have fun with it. It was so, it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, That's one of the best I mean, that's what this whole little mini moment is about, answering this question about, um, I mean, there's just so many countless fun moments, and that's something that horses really allow for us, even when the rest of the world can seem really heavy and we have a lot to take care of elsewhere. Um, It's such a safe place to feel joy. It really is. It really is. (laughs) So to take it like a little farther back down the memory lane, uh, I guess like young, very young. Like what was your very young horse memory? Oh my like happy very horse memory. Young. Oh my goodness. Um oh, when I was really young, I lived in southern Florida and I rode at a barn and my trainer's name was Miss Debbie. And Miss <laughs> Debbie was just so awesome and not like many of the other uh, experiences I had later. She was so egalitarian and so um, supportive of every single rider. And she had a pool and we could, (laughs) we would just spend all summer there like with the horses and then jumping in the pool after. And um, gosh, I just, again, like going back to that feeling of freedom, like it was just, every moment that I spent with horses was just pure joy and there were no specific goals to be reached. It was just about what felt good and about um, so much husbandry. She spent a lot of time teaching us how to, you know, gently put on a halter. And Mm -hmm. I remember so, I, you know, some of my favorite memories are learning how to like muck a stall. And I remember she called the manure green apples. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. (laughs) And she'd have us pick up the green apples. And, and that must've been when I was, you know, five and, and all of that. Um, I still feel the same way. I still like can enjoy the meditative Active mucking, and it's thanks to Miss Debbie. Aww, shout out to Miss Debbie. Yeah, Miss Debbie out there in That's Wellington. So nice. That's so nice. Yeah. How about you? Um. So one really early, very early memory, like before I really started taking lessons with horses, was actually at the Renaissance Fair. Oh, jealous. And yeah, if you know me and Charlotte, you know that we're like very into the Renaissance Fair. Oh, like, yes. Like that was the biggest event cancel, COVID events canceled that we were like really devastated about. Um, but, but anyway, uh, 
so the Renaissance Fair used to, and they don't, I don't think they do this anymore, which is probably the best, but they used to do pony rides that would be sort of like joust, like fake jousting pony rides. So they would have these little setups where um, they would have rings hanging down and you would get like a little pole that, you know, like obviously it wasn't sharp or anything. <laughs> and you get on a pony and you, they'd set you off on the track and you had to catch all the rings like with the, the jousting pole. And that was... Uh, oh my gosh. And I remember doing it and just being so, first of all, just always as a child was so elated to have any interaction with horses at all. Um, so being able to do that and uh, feeling very accomplished about how many rings I got and I wanted to do it over and over. And I remember that one of the people who was working that um, thing gave me one of the rings when I, like after I had done it like multiple times or something because I was so excited and they were like, she's a great little horse woman. I must've been like five or six too, like probably like six, you know, and Having a literal knight in shining armor tell you that you're a great horsewoman. You're a great (laughs) horsewoman and jousta. Um, Yeah, and I still have that ring. I still have the little ring with the little ribbons on it from... You do? I do, yeah. Yeah, so that was like a really... We need to put that up in our office. We do, I know. Yeah, so that was a great horse memory. Wow. Um, Yeah. I think the last time, um, last year when I saw the jousters at the Renaissance Fair, I wish I had taken some time to introduce myself afterwards, but next year yeah we'll we'll meet them in 2021 we will yeah it seems like a really interesting it's interesting like tradition to i don't know to uphold yeah it really is i mean a knight's tale is definitely one of my favorite movies if anyone out there has not seen heath ledger on a beautiful draft horse (laughs) you know what you're doing yeah (laughs) oh it's really sweet um trying to think of other like favorite horse memories Oh, one of my one of my absolute favorites, which is very funny, was um, I was really lucky to have a best friend growing up that had horses when I didn't. And I also like I just want to say like I like how this conversation is a lot about like our favorite horse memories are about also favorite horse people yeah. that we got to be with, which was really nice. Um, anyway, this friend she had horses and lived down the street from me, and we just spent the summers together hanging out with our horses and riding and swimming in her pool and just having a great time and one day we decided we were going to pretend to be foals so (laughs) she had two mares in her um set up in her at her home and they had like kind of a large paddock area that they were in and we went out there and as gosh we must have been like I don't know how old but probably like around fifth grade kind of age Mm -hmm. fifth sixth grade so it's like just young enough to still do something like this and like totally have a good time but we went around, like, we went around on our hands and knees, like, in their little paddock and pretended to be, Philly, like, fillies. And we were, like, nickering and, like, chasing each other. And the funniest thing about it was that one of the horses actually started, like, guarding us. Like, she tried to hurt us together when we would, we would like, crawl apart in the little paddock. She'd, like, try to get us back together. And these are cutting, these are quarter horses, so, I mean, who knows, they have, like, cutting instincts were, like, kicking in. Still. But still, it was, and she would, like, guard, like, keep the other horse away from us. Like, once we were in the corner she wanted us in, she'd, like, keep the other horse away. <laughs> and we, so we really felt like her foals. It was, like, oh my very, God. very strange and cute and, like, something that only, like, kids could ever, like, get into and pull off. And also just, like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful our parents were not, like... <laughs> Are you insane, like, crawling around in the sand and the poop and stuff? Like, 
you know, barefoot, I'm sure. Yeah, as well. <laughs> I know. I feel like I can credit, like, a lot of, um, you know, I tend not to, knock on wood, get a lot of, like, colds or flus. And mm-hmm. I feel like I credit so much of that to all of the germs I was exposed to constantly <laughs> as a child <laughs> with yeah the green apples the, the green rolling apples. around in the poop like <laughs> it just happens oh yeah <laughs> the like insane amounts of dust we must have consumed absolutely and yeah. so unafraid of all of it I love that memory and just that interacting with horses in a way that has nothing to do with anything but just for complete experimentation and joy <laughs> <Yes>. and <laughs> Yes, yeah, it was, it was something. We, yeah, we certainly got into a lot of shenanigans. Yeah. Um, we also did a lot of, like, catch and release lizard catching. Like, Ooh. on the, we would ride on the trails and go up to these certain spots and, like, catch, see if we could catch lizards. And we'd, like, let them go. But, like, yeah. just to see if we could catch them. And totally. Just, like, weird. <laughs> weird adventures. Oh, but. I'll bring it uh, forward to a more recent, well, years ago at this point, but um, in adulthood for me. And a huge milestone in my career, um, both as a horse lover and as a competitive equestrian, um, I used to go, I I had the opportunity several years to go in the summertime to a horse show called Spruce Meadows, which Mm. is in uh, northern Canada. And it's phenomenal. It's... um, it's run so differently than all of the shows in the States. You even like, you know, kind of give a graceful little bow to the judges before you start and everything. And you have to wear white pants no matter what. And (laughs) yeah, it was hard to keep them clean. You know me already (laughs) imagining me with white pants all the time. And um, yeah, every class, no matter how, you know, whether it was the Grand Prix or the smallest class, everybody had a ribbon ceremony and mm-hmm. a victory gallop and stuff. So it was really, um, you felt really fabulously special and important <laughs> all the time. Sweet. And um, my horse, Puck, and I competed in the meter 40 classes that summer. And, you know, that at that level, there's a lot of people who are, um, competing horses that they are eventually going to be in the Grand Prix with. And there's such a mix of people who have been in the Olympics. And I was by far um, one of the less experienced and younger, for sure. And um, in one of those classes, we won and oh, against yeah. everybody. And it was just like, I couldn't believe it. And I was so proud of him. And he was, um, you know... At the time, it's my perspective is so changed. He was, I thought of him as so small, but he was 16-1, which is bigger mm-hmm. than, all, than yeah. most of the horses we know now. But, um, oh gosh, it was just like, oh, so magical. And I remember later, like him just like laying down and me like laying with him in the little, Aww. in his space at the showground. And um, yeah, it's, it was a really cool show, you know, like, they, the horses have to stay in stalls on the ground, but every day we would go for these long walks because it's such a huge showground, and you just go hand walking, exploring, and pick up like a frozen yogurt. <laughs> it was really, <laughs> it was a really wild and uh, you know something I'll probably never get to do again, and something I'm really thankful I got to see and participate in, and um, you know remember that we can all 
be just as good as anybody else. And, yeah. you know, it's all about just showing up and doing your best on that day. I love that. Did you do a victory lap? Oh, we did a victory lap. What we did got, you do in it? We won. Like, well, no. your hand up in the No. Air? Oh, my gosh. He was very very hot horse and so no I was for just like, <laughs> like praying that he would just be relaxed and and they uh, when you win you get a cooler too so they you have to ride with the cooler on okay uh, between your butt and the saddle there's a like blanket on yes yeah, so I'm like, just hoping that the blanket stays on and there's a huge ribbon on his like face more and, of a yeah, challenge it was actual. harder than winning the yeah it was way we, we were much more in our element going over those giant fences than <laughs> We were galloping around afterwards oh. with like all the horses behind us, really but funny. it was really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, the soft serve comment reminds me of another memory, like another weird growing up in like suburban but a horse area. Um, going through the Baskin Robbins drive through on our horses Stop. was something we did, yeah. And um, so we lived like a couple blocks away from a Baskin Robbins that had a drive through And Baskin Robbins is an ice cream shop for people who don't know. But um, yeah, during the summer we would, after we were done riding on the trail and like before we went home, we would go through the Baskin Robbins drive through on our horses. And it was fun because like the employees always got like a kick out of it and want to like take pictures, you know. Who wouldn't? Yeah. What flavor would you get? I don't know. I really like, I used to love Gold Mill Ribbon from Baskin Robbins. It's like caramelly and chocolatey and well, it's like all the things. Did you ever get like a little soft serve for Gina? No. But I <laughs> I mean like and obviously we shouldn't give ice cream horses. No, no, no. <laughs> Gina is such a foodie, I bet she would eat it. Yeah. <laughs> if I had offered it. No, but what was funny, we always were really concerned that they would um drop some green apples in the drive through line because the people like at Baskin Robbins made it very clear like if that were to happen like it would be on us and we're like what would we even do yeah, like would we get like little ice cream side. scoops <laughs> <laughs> you could have like do you want one scoop or two <laughs> oh my goodness more than people bargain for in the, <laughs> the drive through line at Baskin Robbins that really is so fun. amazing I love hearing about your stories like I that's just something I never um, like where I grew up, all of the horses were either, you know, the houses were even really spread out. Mm -hmm. It was very remote. I mm -hmm. remember like on occasion, you know, bringing my friend's miniature horse into her house for breakfast oh, and yeah. things like that, but never, you know, never having those, uh, interactions with like the modern human world. And that is such a cool and bizarre <laughs> intersection. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. And it's pretty common for that neighborhood I grew up in. Like people would ride their horses over to the Starbucks and like, Oh my god, get a Starbucks. And I mean, they wouldn't like pitch them anywhere. That's so LA. It is very LA. <laughs> yeah. Very LA. Um, yeah. So yeah, super fun. Any, any oh others gosh. you can, uh, well, I have one more to share. Yeah, do. Um, riding on the beach, which is like the classic favorite horse memory. And it's just kind of funny that it's such a thing. Like it's so, it's just such a thing, you yeah, know? What is it? I don't, I don't know. I don't, because I guess if anyone out there knows yeah, like, the answer, let us know why because there's it, something. There's something. Those, I mean, it's like the, like who started that? Like the riding, like the romantic riding on the beach. Like, do you think it was like the black stallion? Maybe it was the black stallion that made that a thing. I would be interested to see the history of horses on beaches as a romantic like trope. And, and you know what's interesting about that too is that uh, I don't know how well you remember that movie, but it starts out on this 
incredible remote island and mm-hmm. all of that. But in the end, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Max Stallion, um, the little boy and the horse return to urban environment and the horse lives in his backyard and it doesn't go well, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it's so interesting that it's like from this picturesque to, to like not, yeah. Back to what we were talking about, like yeah. Starbucks and Baskin Robbins. Right. <laughs> so maybe that's the thing trying to get back to. Yeah. Maybe just, that, maybe just that freedom. I've seen that video of you and Juno, though, and it is breathtaking. I actually could, I was like, is this really her? <laughs> so magical. Yeah, we've been, we've been to the beach twice. And um, once when I was a lot younger, we were actually horse camping, which is really fun. And horse camping near the beach and got to ride down. That was a really, really good experience. And then Where do the horses stay at night? They had actually corrals, like, already set up. So oh, you wow. had, like, reserved the spots. And we all slept in a tent. Um, oh, my God. When are we going? That I, I know. Incredible. Right? <laughs> as soon as we get a trailer. Um, yeah, it was really amazing. And it was really cool because there was, like, a lot of sandy dunes. And there's also, like, mountainous trails nearby, too. Um, and then the other one I went to was when I was living in Washington. And that was also really cool. And that's... I have the video of that, which yeah. you're talking of, of, like, there's, like, this slow motion video of me and Juno galloping along the beach. It's very picturesque because we're both just, like, silhouettes. Um, although, I have to say, like, it's such a contrast, like, watching that video. And this is the thing about slow motion, too, where you're, like, it looks very romantic and dreamy. but And it, and it was fun. It was, like, very exciting. But, like, in the moment, I was also, like, slightly terrified. I'm, like, if she trips, I'm dead. Like, totally. you know, like that's, that's my life. So. Yeah. Like, not a terrible way to go, but, like, not ready. So. <laughs> um, and it was interesting for her, like, just, which is really nice about the beach, too, like, letting a horse get into a full gallop is, like, I feel like something not, you don't get to do often mm-hmm. because it's not really safe, but at least there the footing is kind of, I mean safer than I think what a lot of us have access to so just really like in that moment letting her go and just like feeling that power and then being by the ocean which is like so powerful too and it wow was, yeah it was that was a very cool it was fun it was also like slightly terrifying type of fun but fun do you ever like return to that that just sounds so intense like you were just saying the power of a horse and the power of the ocean around you do you ever return to that memory like any specific times or do you usually just think of it like Mm. That's nice. Or do you like fill yourself with it in a way? Kind of, yeah. I kind of felt. I mean, yeah. I, when I get really down, I think on where maybe we're at now. I remember like that was us. Like that was mm. something that we did, and um, it's definitely my favorite image of myself in mm. terms of like just having a photo or a video of of me. Like seeing that one is like that's that's what I am. I feel like really. And that's what I really want to be. So um, that's really nice. So that is so, yeah, that is so powerful to feel in alignment with an image. I think that's something so many of us, I know I struggle with that. And especially in our most perfect moments, yes. often when you're feeling your absolute best and you say like, hey, take a picture of me and someone does. And then you're like, oh no, that, <laughs> that wasn't at all what I thought this was like. And, you know, in a way it can really take away from it and it, how special to like have felt it and be able to see it back just as it is yeah yeah it was it was really great yeah there's like oddly like you get sad like a sarah mclaughlin song yeah that's it's like i think it's called drawn to the rhythm and like very sappy like sarah mclaughlin but i love i think of that song when i think of that image because it talks about like 
being drawn to the rhythm of the sea and like needing freedom and yeah when you're like heart's heavy like needing that kind of freedom and I thought you were gonna say in the arms of the angels oh which God. also would fit that no. everything you're describing is <laughs> pretty the sad puppy song like the one they play on the ASPCA videos still, or something it, yeah it makes me cry and you just time. cannot you're like I'm changing the channel <laughs> Sarah really has she's like the puppeteer of all our heartstrings <laughs> or I will remember you like Eighth grade graduation. Oh my god. That's like, her no. too. Yeah. Oof. I know. Oof. Like she's Please tapped don't. into that vein. I know. <laughs> Soul. Um anyway. That's happy so awesome. I think that's I mean it's interesting to think like a lot of them being in the more distant past and not the more recent mm. past. But I think sometimes it's like that. Like you don't know. I don't know, like, it's, you can feel really happy in certain moments, but I think it's thinking about your happiest memories is that they're not just happy, they're also meaningful Mm -hmm. in some context, and you can't really know that until later on, necessarily. That's so insightful. I love that note. Um, Yeah, I feel that, because, of course, I mean, if we went through all our happy memories would be here for days, days and days and days. And days which is right? great to say because yes. could just as easily be here for days talking about unhappy memories with horses. So true. And there's just such a breadth of all of it. And it is really fun. I mean, we didn't like either of us think about what we would say right now. We mm-hmm. just sat down to have the conversation. Like, okay. <laughs> and it's really cool to see what bubbles up um, because there are so many and you know, it's such a cool little moment in time. It's yes. just us right this moment. What are the things that come right up? Yeah. yeah. So I have a question. Yes. How do you think we can go forward, like in our our relationship with our horses and our horsemanship practices and, I want to say, like, create more happy memories, but kind of, like, give them attention and, I mean, yeah, I guess I do mean create more happy memories. How do we tend to that? Mm. Because it's hard for us adults. It is really hard. And yeah, a lot of those things we said are all, I think, before the age of 20. Yeah, For mostly, both of us. Mostly, yeah. Certainly before the age of 25. Though, yes. For me. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I think in order to create with intention, more happy memories. I mean, something you and I were talking about earlier today is, um, I, I think as adults, we have to remember what makes us really happy too. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we're kids and we're, you know, pretending to be foals and we're <laughs> just like happy picking up poop and mm-hmm. it's all, um, it's all so new and wonderful and it all feels so good. And as we get older, it's really hard not to just focus on wanting to do a good job at your responsibilities, you know, yes. make sure. And, and there's a self sense of self-satisfaction, which there of course should be totally warranted. Very important for us all to show up and be responsible for our horses. Mm-hmm. Um, but also taking a step back and saying, like, you know, and and maybe even constantly reassessing, like, what makes me happy today mm-hmm. about being with horses? What's important to me? Why am I here today? Yeah. You know? Yeah, completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nicely bites. And maybe just some fun toys. I just bought a, a big horse 
ball for Salem. Yes. So I'm excited to to play with that with her. Yeah. Yeah. I think thinking about relating to our horses in a way that feels feels like play for both of us and not just like serious training or caretaking or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. um or for me, like some of my I feel like really happy moments right now with my horse is when I'm like kind of just hanging out in the pasture like with you. Like when we've had our chairs in there we've just been watching them and that's been a happy moment and they like choose to interact with us or not but yeah uh yeah that's been a very like happy peaceful oh yeah moment. and I think that's something else about kind of growing up and letting what happiness looks like and feels like to you change mm-hmm. you know because when you're a kid I think it's like a very active thing often or when you're adult like a lot of my happy memories now I feel like are I've been able to just be fully relaxed and just fully take in a moment and that's very happy but in a different way than I would have ever liked as a kid for sure yeah a lot of it's the more inexplicable moments Mm -hmm. as opposed to like the real benchmarks that you can write down on a piece of paper like this happened um yeah and you know like thinking about us in the pastor I think both of us lately the times when you and I are like laughing and smiling the most are when we find the best scratch spot on oh, our yeah. horses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so that's true. that's this this season's best <laughs> feeling is when you hit the right spot and their nose is and going like, making the wiggly weird. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so fun and <laughs> you know, and it's really cool that we're both in this sort of. Uh, I think totally different seasons in our relationships with our horses, mm-hmm. but we both are in a moment of sort of quiet and not necessarily aiming for any specific outcome. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a, like, I don't want to call it a holding time, but a little bit of a learning time and reassessing time and, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. for me and Salem, like, figuring out, well, I guess for both, and for you and Juno too, like, figuring out what the future holds. Yeah, so you guys are, you and Salem are in, like, kind of just a new relationship, getting to know each other, Mm -hmm. and then for me and Juno, it's sort of dealing with injury and lameness again, and, you know, trying to rehab that and assess, like, how to move forward and what that's going to look like, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, and nice to have that kind of space to just, like, have a little fun. Yeah, and just see, like, what magic can happen when all you can do is walk. Right, exactly. you know, <laughs> yeah. When yeah, the like driven kind of goals are off the table, and yeah. yeah, and that kind of brings us full circle back to like where we were when we were kids and those happiest memories. Like all we were doing most of the time, if we were interacting directly with the horses, was walking. Yeah, and that it, it, there's just endless joy there. Yeah, walking and grooming and mucking and yeah. doing like yeah, not not really the goal oriented tasks, just the being together tasks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay! I love going down this little memory lane, and I know we could do it forever, but um, I'm happy we got to check in and see, like, what came up for us today, and we'll totally check in about it again, I'm sure. Yes! And many more memories to be made, and I'm so glad that you guys asked us um, this question that inspired this episode today, and we'd love to hear your favorite horse memories, too. Yeah, so you can... Um, either send us a voice recording via the Anchor app um, or Anchor, I think it's .fm online, and or you can get in touch with us on Heart Horse Box on Instagram or via our hearthorsebox.com website. 
and let us know what your happy memories are because we would love to hear about them. Yes, we would.